Australia. That that's mixing old Australia. Um, obviously, uh, men at work, land down under, and new Australia, Western is, Sydney, Western Sydney dubstep, <laughs> <laughs> and and trap, Western Sydney trap music. What a fucking banger, banger. We are back on the Duckamot podcast. You are once again with the dynamic duo. I don't know. Do you think we have to keep saying that, or is it just assumed now that you will always get Whitey and Dub, uh, Jimmy and J Mac will be very infrequently. Well, they might be a special guest. Special guest. Special guest. Yeah. Rarely heard from often in the group chat. Rarely heard from on the actual mic. <laughs> I mean, group chats hit and miss as well. To True. be fair, we hear from J Mac. J Mac pipes in. Yeah, Jimmy's, Jimmy's too busy down the coast. Don't know if they have reception down there. Oh, they got reception. Yeah. He's going to be coming back very bronze. Yeah. That's true. He'd been down there weeks. It's true. And he was already a very bronze Great man. Great God. Yeah. Myself and Dub are back with you. Yeah, um, um, Keezy um, gave him a dig on our socials today oh, as well. Did you see that? I did not. Mm. Good. Give he, him a razz up, Keezy. He uh, he asked if they had broken off and started their own podcast. Keezy, that would require some organisation <laughs> on those two behalf and uh, and to turn up. Yes, and to, and to show up. So, so maybe they have, but they just haven't d- really don't gone. hold your breath, Keezy. Is what I would say about that. Um, <laughs> what are we drinking? Yeah, and I think that segues quite nicely into our first topic, mm. mate. Today we have a lovely drop. From Mexico, Mexico. Uh, called the Corona. Mm. Quite a topical name. Quite a topical name. I'm also on the Corona. No lime, but still I delicious. Had, I had lemons upstairs. Do you want me to pause and get lemons? No, nah, that's fine. You sure? I, I, I'm, I'm lime as well. Yeah. Don't mind lemon. Take it if it's there, but we don't need to pause. We're in a good nothing, rhythm. But yeah, yeah, it's true. We're in yeah. a good rhythm. <laughs> I can feel the rhythm. We have. I feel yeah. the power. <laughs> we have been off the airwaves for... Uh, a couple of weeks now, um, and that is due to the the glue, the person behind the scenes doing all the hard work of the Duckamont, and the person who hosts this at their uh, humble abode, Mr. Douglas Weir, not only having a case of Corona from Mexico, <laughs> having a case of Corona from Omricon variant, <laughs> South <laughs> Africa... <laughs> From Wuhan, <laughs> from Wuhan. So I think l- l- let's let's first of all just do a well-being check-in. You're yeah. on, you're on the mend. Yeah. So um, you are correct, Whitey. Yeah. I officially got hit with the uh, with the spicy cough, mm. um, and seeing as we are sitting in the same room, I do have the official <laughs> clearance from yeah. ACT Health. Yeah, we're not that keen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you were pretty keen. There was a, there was a point where oh, you were gonna you were gonna storm the fortress. You're like, fuck it. Yeah, we were gonna do this via phone. Yeah, phone conference. Um, and yeah, if if the uh, isolation dragged out any more than seven days, I was willing <laughs> to just move into the duck and malt myself. And that is the dedication of a true podcaster, yeah. Jimmy J Mac. Get your notepad out. Exactly. Start writing. That's why you'll be hearing from me often. Although you may not like that, you will be hearing from me quite often. Not so much our other two co-hosts. So yeah. you are, you have cleared isolation. Cleared right isolation as of 11.59 yeah. last night. 
give us a brief timeline of events. Yeah. So, and it's it's pretty ironic for anyone who works with me um, who listens to this. They're probably pissing themselves at the moment, <laughs> the fact that I got this. Because I am that OCD with yes. this shit. And just yep. with general hygiene. Yeah, you are just, quite a, a clean yeah. person. I mean, you know. If you're not clean, you're messy, as I like to say. I've never said that, but it makes sense. And messy kids got no friends. Yeah. (laughs) Neither does a smelly friend. Um, So, yeah, it was a a bit of a surprise. So um, we we went away for Christmas. Yep. Um, Went down the coast with family. Yep. Um, That family came from, um, obviously, Canberra. Yep. us um we had someone from griffith we had um sydney people and we had queensland people yeah were there so 14 in the, the house co- and all the little one said seaboard. yeah 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 so we were um uh, pretty diligent so one of the cousins is a paramedic so you know she's all over it and and we we talked about um doing rapid tests and all that sort of stuff which we did um and for Everyone that did it, everyone came back negative. So this was the 23rd yep. and we headed to um, uh, just north of Wollongong. We were at the coast just north of Wollongong. And um, it was all sweet, Christmas Eve, all good. Christmas Day, all good. Boxing Day, day, all good. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we've been festive. We've all been sitting around the, the you know, the, the table – Drinking, it's Christmas, you know, sharing food, all of that sort of stuff, and then Boxing Day night, there was um, somebody that started to get unwell, um, and it was ironic because um, the same at the same that night we had um, Madison have one of her sort of worst sleeps that she's ever had as well, so um, she started to you know just be a bit out of sorts, whatever. We woke up that next morning after a pretty rough sleep and then um, one of the people who were at Christmas was like, I need to go get a test. Mm. Like I'm not feeling quite right. And so this was at like 7 a.m. on the 27th and by like 8 a.m. 14 people had evacuated uh, that residence and been like, we're getting the fuck out of here because this is not looking good. Um, So we got back. Um, and you know, it, the rules are pretty messy at the moment of not clear know, what's what. And I mean, by rights, no one had tested positive yet. So we weren't close contacts yet, mm. but you know, someone's unwell. So we sort of did the right thing and sort of started hanging around house, didn't go out too much or whatever. 28th, we were like, um, you know, they may take a couple of days cause they got tested in New South Wales. So ACT which I'll get to, but tests are taking like 72 hours to get back at the moment. Crazy. And New South is worse. Mm. So we were like, well, we're not waiting for that result until we go get tested. So we got, we found some rapid tests. I think this was just on the brink where the rapid tests were starting to get wiped off the face of the earth where they were like, yeah. you can use these to mm. get to Queensland and stuff. Yeah. And um, so we did it and tested negative, which was interesting. Um, so that was the 27th and we were like, okay, it's pretty good. Um, and then re started to get a bit of a tickly throat and we're like, 
That's not good. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I think most people out there will know, like when you feel like, when, when somebody said you'd been near a case or you're a close or casual contact, your instant reaction is like, oh, do I have a, do the I have a sore throat? Yeah, the sensitivity to symptoms increases. You're, yeah. you're uh, hyper alert yes. to every little scratch in the throat, every little tickle. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I downplayed it a little bit, but, you know, we were still like, we should go get the yep. proper test. Like we've got a couple of young kids here. Like let's do the right thing. Yeah. So 28th, we um, we booked into um, Crace Medical. Anyone from Canberra, you can go – you can actually book in and go to the respiratory clinic. Yep. I think I said that right. Respiratory. Yep. yep. And a lot easier than lining up. You've got to get a booking. Yep. And suppose that you've got to have symptoms. But um, – Great job by the Crace they were awesome. As well. Yeah, so we had we had bookings from like ten till two in the afternoon with yep. the kids and us, and they just went on the first booking. Just everyone come in, we'll yep. just test you and get you out of here. Yeah, and it was very reassuring when we got in there and we told them the circumstances, and symptoms had started creeping in a little bit as well. And she was like, the doctor was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you guys definitely have it. So. <laughs> I'm going to save you an anxious 12 hours <laughs> waiting for this test. Uh, you all got the code. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was it it was a little bit panicky because what they do is they take you out to the balcony to get tested and then you can yep. walk out and loop around and not walk back to so the you, doctor's you're surgery. Not interacting with any other yeah. Yeah, patients. But, but the, if for anyone that's been there, you've got to wait for – because there's a couple of um, doctors' yep. rooms in a row. So you've got to wait till the next person walks off until – and uh, heads up, a four-year-old and a two-year-old don't like shit being put up their nose no. unless it's a bit of Lego and they're doing it themselves. God, no. And so they did that and then they just went ham. The kids went wild. They're like, ah, I don't need to get out of here. Mm. And um, we couldn't walk because there was another couple there. And this doctor's like, oh, my God, they're positive. You can't walk past them. And it got real weird. And but <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. So um, that happened, went home, and then it was sort of that afternoon where um, started to get, you know, some body aches, mm. um, a bit lethargic, that sort of stuff. And it was that night that I had probably the worst symptoms that I had throughout the course of it where um, uh, I woke up sort of four in the morning um, and started getting really cold and sort of got – my body was sort of aching to the point where, you know, you just don't want to get up. Yeah. And you're like, oh, like I can't even think it's about trying to get weakness jumper. And fatigue. Yeah. And yeah. ache. Yes. Yeah. So, like, it took me, like, 20 minutes to be like, I'm, like, going to freeze to death here, even mm. though it's, like, 30 degrees outside. I need to get a jumper. But the, the pain of the cold is less than the pain of the body ache yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to weigh up two less evils, and then I need to pee as well. So, <laughs> what the fuck? um so managed to get up get a jumper um go to the toilet that was good and then um a couple of extra blankets and i just couldn't get warm and um managed to fall back asleep and then an hour later you're waking up and you're in sweats and you're like oh my god what the fuck is going on um and (laughs) re was like like waking up the next morning she's like maybe we we just got a normal cold and i was like (laughs) <laughs> we've got goddamn COVID and, and right. you love optimistic thinkers like that don't you you yeah. love people who have that 
that pie in the sky worldview. Thank yeah. you for keeping it the mood upbeat, but we definitely don't. Yeah, I, I think that doctor made that abundantly clear. Yeah, they <laughs> made it very, very clear. Yeah, so th- when you were uh, properly symptomatic as yep. well, you were the first person to get your test result back from the PCR test. Yeah, so um, no. So um, this is what also tweaked to us because Madison – um, sorry, Charlotte's came through first and she was negative. Ooh. And it took another two days until ours came back. Yeah. So I don't know what they're doing See, behind the I, scenes. I could understand why Ree would maybe say that we have a cold then if Charlotte came back negative first. Yeah. I mean, Charlotte was probably the only one that didn't have any symptoms yeah. though. Like, because mm. Ree was very similar, if not worse. Yeah. Like, classic man flu i'm gonna make it sound like i had it worse but i was probably fine and she was dying <laughs> um to be clear she didn't die from yeah. COVID. but um it was a little bit strange so i don't know what they do in the background like if you do get a positive maybe yeah. they second like run it through the mill once again to make sure that it's positive yeah i had a bit but of a do you think they would do that though because it's kind of important that you let that positive person know asap yeah well, like, I, mate, it's a good question. I, yeah. I don't know um, because it was literally almost 48 hours later that we yeah. all got our positive tests. It's crazy. Test results. Mm. So we didn't get it till New Year's Eve. Um, and sorry, I, I've, I've stuffed this up by one day. It was the 29th where that yeah. we went for that yeah, test. because you came back to camp yeah. on the 27th. Yeah. yeah, and then 28th we had yeah. the... Um, the rapid test, and then yep. 29th went for the official. Yeah. And um, happy New Year to us. It was like 10 o'clock on New Year's Eve, and it was like, hey, yeah. you got COVID, bro. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Don't go anywhere. Yeah, just stay where you are. <laughs> Don't move. <laughs> Don't move. Don't leave your house. It was, it was like Paul Rudd in um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. It was like, do less. Do, do less. less. <laughs> no, 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 you're doing too much. <laughs> um, oh. So... Um, we got the we got the positive tests on the thirty first. So um, Charlotte was negative at this point. Um, Madison was positive um, for parents playing at home. Madison, um, she was fragile. Um, she didn't. Um, she had a runny nose. Yep. And that was pretty much the extent of it. Like it, she wasn't severely unwell. We didn't. Ha- she didn't get a temperature. Um, you know, it was. It was. I think as good as it could have been. Relatively mild symptoms as well. And it's not yeah. unusual to see a two-year-old running around with a, a runny nose and a short temper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's that's kind of part of their personality at that age. <laughs> so, um, Facts, baby. Hard to pick that up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So um, that night was pretty similar where it was just sort of body aches and that sort of stuff for us. Um, and then by the first, um, when we woke up, um, we were lethar- like just lethargic. Yeah, um, drained. Yeah, like a bit of a runny nose, that yeah. sort of stuff. Um, and, um, yeah, you just, you just didn't have energy, Yeah, you know. And you would say that, that your symptoms gradually improved, but yeah. for you to get back to a baseline yeah. probably took you how many days, do you think? Um, I started to do some DIY around yep. the house from the third. Yep. 
So it took me to then like where it was like, okay, yeah. I can get off the couch. So that's like a, I can a good four or five days. Well you go yeah, so twenty seventh, twenty eighth, twenty ninth, thirtieth, thirty first, first, second. Eight but days. Yeah, properly symptomatic on the twenty probably twenty eighth for me. Yeah. Re maybe twenty seventh. So yep. seven, eight days to get back. Yeah. Um and uh the, the other funny thing was that we so we got a little bit nervous about sharks. We we're like, well, we assumed that she must have had it. Like we all were in the same boat, and so we were sitting around. You know, obviously, um, you know, we weren't hiding from our kids. Well, yeah, exactly right. You, um, you're sharing a house with someone. You assume that they're gonna yeah get whatever. And so you've when got. she went negative, we were like, oh, well, maybe now she's got it. So we yeah. went and got a second test for her on the first, and again, superwoman. Yeah. Yeah, negative. So if if any scientists are listening and you want to come and study Charlotte as yeah. a way to, maybe she's got some super. Was she bitten by a spider? Well, does she have. A she sp- does crawl up walls. Does she have? <laughs> she can fly. Yeah, <laughs> she Not goes very in, well. She goes invisible sometimes. Yeah. Um. Well, that that is good though, and I think that's um. Yeah. To the whole family having it is obviously not ideal, but at least uh, Charlotte was spared. That, that type of inconvenience and sickness yeah. as well. And I think, um, you know, because I've had a couple of people ask like, oh, yeah, it must have been hard with the kids being sick, you guys being sick. And I think it obviously isn't ideal. Like yeah. when you're on, you know, you, you're on TikTok or Instagram and you're watching people from around the world who are sort of isolating and watching Netflix and chilling out yeah. while they're sick and Not it's like... Relaxing. You, you're, we need to look after kids here. But at the same time, I will say it, it almost is a little bit comforting as yeah. well having people around you that are going through the yes. same thing. Um, and I actually feel for, you know, for somebody that is either living by themselves mm. or they're the only one in the family to get it, um, it would be very isolating. isolating. And, yep. you know, you've got no, you've got no measuring stick no. to be like, oh, do you have this? No. Do you have that? Yeah, and it's almost something that just keeps you busy. It occupies your mind instead of sitting there thinking about all the potential, what could go wrong or am I uh, getting worse, am I better, you know, just in your own head the whole time having a distraction. Yeah. Some kids, some DIY projects. You've obviously been busy on the DIY. Yeah. Nice to see that Ree was, listen, just because you've got COVID doesn't mean you're not in the high-vis and and steel caps. (laughs) You're still going to be... There's still work to be done. 100%. Yeah, well. 100%. Yeah. Um, but for people who, you know, because it is very prevalent yeah. at the moment, more so than ever, I think it's surrounding yes. where we are in Canberra, in Sydney, in Melbourne, around Australia. Um, and just a couple of notes that I wrote. So we, we had um, uh, a lot of Panadol, Nurofen mm. helped. So for the body aches, yep. that sort of stuff. I Fever actually, yeah, well. and I actually started taking some cold and flu tablets mm-hmm. purely from like the runny nose point of view, just to try yeah. dry yourself up. Not yeah. that it's going to cure COVID, um, but that definitely yeah. helped. Bit of pseudo as well. Bit of speed, yeah. Yep. <laughs> some. Sp- <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that is what pseudo ephedrine can be boiled down into. But uh, it w- was there anything else like? Diet, drink-wise, did you lose taste? Uh, what they don't tell you is that you actually put on weight. <laughs> <laughs> I 
It's a, it's a common symptom, right? Yeah. Because – Are we talking about Christmas or COVID? Mate, I thought I was going to lose my taste. And for, for my experience, you mm. don't lose your appetite. And I was like, I'm, I'm going down in a ball of flames here yeah. and I'm going to eat everything that I love before I lose my taste. Because I've got another buddy. <laughs> I've, got, <laughs> I had another, I've got another buddy that um, got it just before Christmas and he's lost yeah. his taste. He still doesn't have a back. Really? And yeah, yeah. And I was, I was like, I'm, I'm enjoying myself. Babe, I've got to go get some whiskey. I've, I've ordered all this whiskey before my taste leaves me. I need to have some of the finest, <laughs> fine whiskey. Mate, uh, I was getting, I, I got a kilo um, ribeye. Um, I cooked that up. And yes, I um, think I saw some photos of that. Mate, that was unbelievable. Yeah. Mate, we were ordering Meadows mm. custard ice cream. and Meadows frozen custard. Yeah, it was just like, banger. mate, we were... It was on for young and old. I was yeah. like, I'm not going down without a fight. Yeah. I want some good memories here. Yeah. I'm not going to die. I'm not going to lose my taste. And the last thing I eat is yeah. a bit of celery, put it that way. <laughs> a salad. Yeah. Add to that, obviously, with Christmas, you know, we're all eating good over Christmas and yeah. having a few drinks as well. So you're right. It can creep up on you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so health kick will start next yeah. week. Yeah. Now yeah. that we're out of the clear. Um, but, Yeah. So uh, the only th- the only other thing I'd say about the whole situation now that I've been through it is um I think I think the stigma around covid yes. needs to change. So um you know you're almost um word of the week ostracized. Like you 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 definitely feel a little bit ostracized um and I, I just don't think the world or Australia isn't adding up at the moment because yeah. you've got the leaders of our country saying um, everyone's going to get it. Yeah. Um, so that's a fact. And we're not going back into lockdown. Yep. So what what the government is saying is that it's going to be everywhere. Yeah. But then you have the media who are still fear-mongering at the moment. Yes. And every story is a, this negative, like, yep. if you get it, and it's like that scary music and yeah. those scary images they put up. And it's mm. – I think th- – what I've taken out of it is that I think we need to normalise COVID. Yeah. Like people are still freaking out about it. I think for the majority, I know people get it worse than what I did. Still wasn't a great time. Mm. Um, but for the majority of people, especially with this Omicron variant, which I think I had, they actually don't tell you, which is interesting, um, is you're going to be okay. Yeah. and Especially um, if you're vaccinated. Yeah. Mm. And I think, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I just, I think, right. I think the attitude needs to change around COVID. Mm. That it's this still this big scary thing that if you get yeah. it, it's all over. And just, I don't want people to stop yeah. with the hygiene, stop doing the right things. If you've got to wear masks, great. I'm not trying to dull that down, but yeah. just normalize it for the people who are getting it, and that we just move forward. Like the counting the case numbers. Not really fucking relevant anymore. Not really. Let's Just count the hospitalizations. And it, you can give both, but the important number is hospitalizations. We just don't talk about that anymore. I 100% agree with you. You're a good example where you did everything. You did the the rat test before you went up there. You know, you, you were not... Um, I think sometimes people assume, oh, you got COVID because you were out at a rave. Yeah. You know, dancing and sweating on people and you clearly don't care about 
anyone else. You're just selfish. You're just doing it for yourself. And as you sort of said, you get demonised by it because we haven't had that much COVID here in Australia, relatively yeah. speaking, to the rest of the world. Yeah. So if you do get it, the assumption is, oh, you must you be doing the wrong, wrong. thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, well, oh no, I did everything right. Yeah. And I got it. And no one gives you COVID deliberately. Facts. Like, my God, no one wants to go through the last two years. We don't want this to go on any longer than it has. So reduce the stigma. Yeah. I think it does help as well when you do start. For the first maybe year and a half, I didn't know anyone. Correct. Closely and intimately that got COVID. Yeah. Now it is yeah, a lot we more know. common. We've got a lot of buddies that have yeah. had it. And yeah. that, that does reduce the stigma. Yeah. And I think COVID. it'll come with time. I just yeah. think that... Um, the media can help with that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, definitely. And, you know, the media thrives on negativity. Yeah. They get more reaction. They get more response when they report about you did this wrong. Everything's bad. Yeah. COVID's going to ruin the world. R- reporting a good news story doesn't get as many clicks, unfortunately. Yeah. And it, it was interesting that um, ACT Health don't talk to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, yeah. when when this first broke out and someone was positive, like, I knew people that were getting pulled out of their homes. So, mm. someone that worked on my site, yeah, um, they pulled her out of her house, yeah, like, her family, left the husband and kids and put her in some fucking random yeah, quarantine apartment. Yeah, facility, yeah. And quarantine. Did you have uh, police come and check that you were no, isolating? No. Yeah, see? We, have, we did not make contact beside... Mm. Generic messages. messages. They send. So, what happens if you yeah. if you end up positive in ACT? And I think it's the same in New South. But um, they basically test text you and say you're positive. Yeah. And so we were assuming a phone call. <laughs> Who were the close contacts? <laughs> yeah. Like, where were you? Yeah. Um, they send you a questionnaire. Yeah. Tick tick tick. That's it. Is and that then they send you a daily text message saying. You need to respond to this by midday, which is, do you have any symptoms? Mm. And it's listed out, yes or no. You <laughs> click yes or no, and then it goes, thank you. <laughs> and then the next day, and then yeah. the next day. And then on the, I think it was the eighth day for us or whatever it was, it was same text, no, we don't have any symptoms. A couple of hours later, Hey, we just sent you an email. You're good to go, bro. Yeah. No, no negative tests before you get out. Yeah. No anything. Yeah. Streamlined it. And I do think we'd be at the case numbers now where contact tracing becomes almost irrelevant. Yeah. It's too, well, almost impossible. Yeah. Like, how many do New South Wales have? Yes, thirty-five thousand, something yeah. like. That. It's just like yeah, we're hitting the thousand mark now. As what's well. the point of contact tracing? Yeah, you know, it's just too hard. It's, it's too much of a sprawl, and I do think that um, that attitude of ACT Health does reflect the seriousness of the situation. And and I'm not saying that as in it's a life or death. As in, hey, if you get it, do the right thing for a week, and then you're on your way. Yeah, you know. So again, they could obviously be a little bit more caring <laughs> but that they'd be out there um yeah they their limits yeah they're for sure their bandwidth for with, sure you know a thousand cases a day and that's, <laughs> the only the only thing i'd say that they probably could adjust is that they send you a mental health text on the last day <laughs> it's like now you've been through everything yeah. you're good to go hey how's your mental health now go and call these psychologists yeah. we get a kickback from them yeah please Go ahead. 
<laughs> which is um, uh, pretty funny. But um, the only the only other thing I'll say is um, just be wary of the rapid test in my yes. experience because I think I, I mentioned this at the start, but we tested negative with the rapid test. Twenty four hours later, we test positive with the PCR. Yeah. So from my experience, I'm not a doctor, yeah. but I I think. I assume the way that they must work is that you really do need sort of symptoms for yeah. that, that to sort of pick up. Yeah. Because it was sort of another 24 hours until we had proper symptoms. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think the best advice is if you are really sick, go and get a PCR test. 100%. I yeah. know that you don't want to line up for, what is it now, four or five hours, but go get a PCR test. That is the most reliable test available to us right now, yeah. especially as – you know, the rats cost you, what, 60 bucks? I think they are, yeah, yeah. you know. So, yeah, what, what's more painful, the $60 and then having to go get the PCR test anyway or just going and getting the PCR straight away? Yeah. Yeah. And the last thing I'll say is if you do test positive, especially if, like, you're a single or, you know, you live um, by yourself or whatever, um, I would highly advise telling people, yeah. the people you care about, like, it, it was sort of – it was awesome – when I reached out to you yeah. and like first thing you're saying is like, what do you need? What can I bring over? Um, my mum was freaking <laughs> shout out, <laughs> shout out to Fran Ma, um, my mum who just, she was baking for like, you know, the whole week that we were down. Yes. She was just bringing food, bringing. That'll you know, add some kilos to it the was, waistline. It was, uh, you know, Fran Ma's slice came and yeah. Um, but it was it was really good. Like shout out to the McGees, Andy and Alex. Yep. They brought coffees every single day yep. to our house in the morning. Yeah. Um, but it just it helps, right? Yeah. Even even if it's just a little bit of interaction through a fly screen door, yeah. from a safe distance, you know, like yeah. that will get that will really help. Definitely. Even when you're in a full household, yeah, it's good to see someone else. Yeah. It's good to have somebody help you, and you're not just getting Uber Eats every day. Yeah, saying saying hello to the driver. Yeah, delivery. <laughs> oh, you guys again. Oh. Frozen custard two, day, for two times time. in a day. Third time today. Because it, it could most likely happen to you as well. So if you do have that support system, make sure you rely on it because you're probably going to end up needing it at some point in the not-too-distant future. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't have that support network, duck and malt's here. Yeah, we got you. We're Call happy us up. To, we'll drop you off a few nips of, uh, of whiskey. Yeah. We'd be happy to call you up. You can do a little five-minute segment on the potty. Hanji. I know something's better they than can nothing. Just, they can just cough on the other end of the line for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Another person uh, who we I, I don't know if we officially have confirmation that he'll be getting on. Maybe we'll, we will need to call him Novak Djokovic. I don't think he's <laughs> he's making his way into the country. Yes. Uh, anymore. Um, I think well, he's officially out. Yeah. Yeah. They've, well, they've shipped him. Skomo with the biggest backflip of all time. Got on his Twitter this morning and said uh, proudly that he's cancelled his visa and uh, he won't be coming in. I suppose the lesson to be learned here is don't be a proud anti-vaxxer. Don't puff your chest out about not having the vaccine Mm. because especially in a country like Australia where we're all very compliant and highly vaccinated, we just don't – we don't fuck with that. Yes. (laughs) You're a very unpopular man here. Yes. Right now – I do, what I do find funny do we, though, sorry, you go. Yeah. Oh, uh, <clears throat> is it? 
Can you give me a little bit of context here? Because yeah. I know the story, but there's obviously a point where we've gone, we are going to allow you in our country. Yes. We know that you are not vaccinated. Yeah. He, he is notoriously not vaccinated. He applied for an exemption through the Australian Open to compete in the Australian Open yep. as an unvaccinated player. Yep. The Australian Open, we're obviously like, yes, okay, we don't give a shit. Uh, I don't think he went through the proper through the channels government. to get into the country. I don't know if he's got the right visa. <laughs> and to get to travel here unvaccinated, you need a medical exemption. Uh, and it's quite difficult, I think, for him to prove on medical grounds why you shouldn't be vaccinated by coffee. our standards. You know, obviously every country is probably a little bit different in that regard. But Australia, again, where our government is so conservative and we're so, yeah, we will take the lowest risk at all times to prevent COVID getting in here. Yeah, you don't give me this or... I had a bad reaction to a, a one injection when I was six years old. Like, no, that doesn't, that doesn't no. fly. So that's where I think the fuck up has occurred. Right. Yeah. But I would say to everyone who is hating Novak Djokovic or is on social media having a dig, I think your problem is more with the rules our government has put in place than it is necessarily with Novak Djokovic himself. I thought once there was a critical mass of us who were vaccinated, mm. who cares? Mm. Whether, you, whether you're vaxxed or not, I yeah. thought we were going to be allowed to travel freely once 95 plus percent of us were double jabbed. Mm. Obviously, that is not the case. <laughs> <laughs> and that has upset a lot of people. I would say take your ire out on the people making those rules, not Novak. Mm. Just my two cents. Yeah. I think the only um, – because there was obviously backlash by the public about oh, it as well. Yeah. And I guess when you look at like Victoria where um, teachers are losing jobs because they're not vaccinated yeah. Yeah. and then you allow this extremely rich person to yeah. come in and make money yeah. unvaccinated because he's very yeah. wealthy and – yeah. And um, popular. The, the double standards. Yeah. Probably and isn't a great look. No. But not. surely they could have. Like, uh, the Djokovic story's been, like, besides COVID, the top of the news headlines for like the last week. Yeah. Like, surely there was a point where ScoMo was watching, like, the 7 p.m. project and just yeah. being like, oh, shit, <laughs> we better check he's, check he's actually got an exemption to come into the country before he flies here. And now you've made world news. And made our yeah. country look like fucking idiots. Yeah. And, again, is it just a chance for Scotty to get a win on the board to you distract reckon? from the rats? You know, because, again, why you're, why you're letting your mate Jerry Harvey sell them to us at a 1,000% increase in what they actually cost to make him a few bucks? Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure you fed him enough money in JobKeeper, Scotty. Yeah. He's a fucking millionaire. I think you'll be fucking right, mate. You know, we're in a global pandemic here. How about you take care of your populace? So hey, it, um, it, to get a win on the board, Novak's an easy win. Yeah, okay. For the Australian public. Nah, okay. fuck off. Yeah. Can't come in. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah, good, Scotty. Thank yeah. you. That distracts us from all the other shit you fucked up <laughs> <laughs> along the way. Yeah. 
Um, these are the views of Ben White as yeah. an individual. I, I no. don't. No, I'm listen. I don't speak for uh, all of the hosts on the <laughs> Duck and Malt, particularly one with the last name McPherson. Um, but yeah, those are just my political views, and we try not we had, to be too political on here. We had um, I had a girl on my Instagram who put a story up, and I, I can't remember what she, where she was. It was either Singapore or Hong Kong, but Hong Kong's probably not a great place to be at the moment, is it? So maybe Singapore. We'd, okay, Singapore's very. Um, they have like purpose-built quarantine facilities even before this. She very clean. Posted a Instagram story of like a rat test. Yeah, a rat because yep. I think the T is yes, the test, the so the it's test, not yeah. the rat test test. Um, well, now it's a three test. Thing. The rat test. The rat test. <laughs> and um, it was five dollars for like a pack of five, and it's just like oh dear. Oh dear. Something's gone wrong here. <laughs> yeah. And again, trying to make a buck out of a global pandemic when people are in crisis, it's just, again, it's the ethos of the fucking Liberal Party. But God, it makes me sick. It makes <laughs> did me you, so sick. Did you see the Batuta Advocate this morning? Yeah. The, Bat- <laughs> the Djokovic one? No. Oh, fuck. I host myself. <laughs> the Batuta Advocate put a post up going, Djokovic sent to pick fruit in our back. <laughs> New South Wales in Griffith <laughs> after arriving in Melbourne with the wrong visa. <laughs> oh, I have been uh, reliably informed as well. Our our visa system is quite complicated as well in okay. Australia. Like it's quite, yeah, convoluted. So anyway, Novak, it's a shame that you won't be playing in Australia <laughs> ever ever again. He was he was meant to be on the podcast as well yes. next week when he. Oh, you fucked that up again, Scott. Yeah. This is just another one to add to the list. The Duck yeah. and Malt's going to have to settle with Jimmy and J-Mac being back on. Fuck. It's his horseshit. Rubbish. <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> rubbish. Um, I do have another, while I'm on, while I'm ranting and raving. Please. I do <laughs> have another one. It's unlike you. To get to. Uh, dear old people. <laughs> and by old people, I'm not talking about if you're 40, 50. I'm talking about old, old Gray hair. What's old, old? 60 plus? 60 plus, let's okay. say. Do I have a special talent or do I have like a sign on my back that I don't know about where you guys decide to just get in my way <laughs> as I'm walking around shopping centres? Do you do it deliberately? Because I swear to God, anytime I walk through a supermarket, four to five old people just walk in front of me completely unaware and I'm a hard person. I'm not a, you know, I'm six foot six. We can see you. Yeah, like I'm a hard person to miss. How can you not see me? <laughs> Maybe it's the personality they're missing. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's a fair cop. That's a fair cop. But how I would describe it, if we're in the jungle, yep. you're like a little mouse yep. and I'm a big elephant uh, romping and stomping through. You maybe? don't just walk in front of me. You get trod on. Maybe Just because I'm polite, I don't kick you in the back and push you out of the way. So, dear old people, be more observant of your surroundings. Understand that unlike you, us young people, we have things to do. We're busy. I'm on a schedule. Time is tight. Get out of my way. <laughs> Am I wrong there? Does that happen to you? Well, 
Maybe you need to stomp on a few mice. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe just push one out of the way. I might have to. Push one out of the way. Yeah. And um, just prove a point. Get your name out there yeah. that you're a bad guy. You know? Might have to because the old glare and shake the head. They don't give a shit about that. Old people but don't give a fuck look, about that. I think that I am slowly getting to that point. Like I yeah. think I like to think when I'm 60 plus, which isn't that old because – Fran Mars listening. Yeah. All right. Um, let's go 70 plus. Yeah. Um, but I like to think by the time I get to that age, I don't give a fuck. They don't give and a shit. And if yeah. I've got some fucking Gen yeah. Y fucker behind yeah. me pushing me along, yeah. I'll go fucking slower, you piece of shit. <laughs> I've seen things. Yeah. I've lived through the Omicron. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I used to ride my bike 10 mile to school uh, and 12 mile home yeah can and i don't give a fuck about your long lanky legs you fuck yeah can i give you an example of old people not giving you shit as well um <laughs> you've been to club lime right like club limes it's all one way the I car park i haven't been yes. Sizak, but yeah. you know I, the, I haven't been there since for a long time but yes yeah, but you know the car park yep. it's all one way perfect yeah yeah yep. this old guy has pulled out of his park yeah, nice. and has come out. On the, the left-hand side where it's real congested? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's come out the complete wrong way. Yeah, nice. And I was the car he's pulled nice. right up to. Him. And instead of going back into his park. No, no, no. No. Just, <laughs> just, just sat in his car hey. staring at me going, there is three cars behind you, but I'm not reversing. Hey, guess what, mate? So you three figure it I out because I'm going out the wrong way. Hey, I don't have a job to get to, you little No, nah, exactly. Oh, I hope I do. I've got my packet of mints in here. I can last for days. Yeah, but as you said, that's proper not giving a shit. <laughs> they just don't care. Mate, we are 100% going to be that. <laughs> you can't. I mean, I respect it. I do. It. I respect you it. I, I do. It. I respect it. Um, while you were in isolation as well, you were yeah. able to finish off one of the best shows currently on TV, Succession. Yes. Yeah. Myself and a few others have been walking on eggshells around you, trying not to spoil anything. Yes. Give us some of your takeaways and yep. let me ask, did you think, also spoiler alert, if you're listening to the podcast yeah. and, and you're currently watching Succession, you're not up to date. Well, I think if you haven't watched Succession, maybe yeah, fast forward skip a couple ahead. minutes. Skip ahead. Because you want to watch Succession. Yes. We've talked about it a couple of times. Um, it is... Oh, it's got to be the greatest, the best show on TV. I think at the right moment. now, yeah, currently. Um, and it, I reckon it's probably top five for me. Yes, yeah, great of all show. Time. It's, it's a great up show. There. And it takes a while to get into. It's yeah. not a. But it's not like yeah. you, 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 you're not, you've got to go nine seasons like no. nine seasons like The Sopranos. No. It's only up to season three. There's yeah. only, I think, there was nine episodes in that last season. Yeah. 10 episodes for about an hour. 45 minutes, yeah, 45 to an hour. Yeah. Uh, did you think Kendall was dead? Um, straight into it. Yeah. Shit. Um, no. Yeah, I no. did. Yeah, I was well, strong. I remember. I remember you were sitting in the duck and malt with someone. Uh, it was somewhere, and you were asking was someone, talking to Stewie a lot about Maybe it. Was Stewie. Yeah. And you asked about the pool and lace and, it, so, and oh, lace. Yeah. And yeah. You said something about the pool, and yeah. I was like, ah, oh. and then it, it triggered. But um, no. I, he's just too prominent of a character. Yeah. Like I think he is. Um, I, I, I think he's the number one sort of character for that show. I yeah. think if they lost the, him, 
it yeah. would be a devastating blow. He is quite a central figure, and he's uh, he gives the show. I think maybe Roman is a more comedic. She, I mean, the whole show is quite funny. There's a lot of quick one-liners and yeah. the way that those rich people insult each other is <laughs> devastating. But, yeah, Kendall's like the damaged. He gives it a, an emotional uh, edge to the show. Uh, but it, it at the same time, I was like, well, that would be kind of, it's quite a tragic end to a tragic figure. Yeah. It is kind of fitting. In yeah, that way. I was um, listening to a podcast today or yesterday, and they they were sort of um, putting that um, episode or to sort of the red wedding, yes, of Game of Thrones, exactly, where it sort of you know it could yeah. have been, yes. could have been that where all of these very prominent characters ended up, yeah, and where you go from a show like Succession that is it is quite funny, yes, then to have a death. Like that, yeah. like that's a, oof, that's shocking. Like the Red Wedding was in Game yep. of Thrones. It set the uh, standard for no one no here. No one's safe. We will kill off anyone in this yeah. show. We don't care. This yeah. story is not, um, we're going to subvert your expectations around the hero's journey. There is no such thing as a hero's yeah. journey. Yeah. So you thought he was going to make it. He no, did I make thought, it. I thought he was going to make it. Yeah. 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 Your favorite characters? Um, Have you come around on Tom? Man, yeah, I'm back. Man, Lacey loved I'm Tom. back. I'm back with Tom, yeah. especially how season three yeah. ended. Yeah. Um, and it, just how how he was – he's been treated throughout the show, but <laughs> it gets very, very yeah. volatile toward the end, like yes. the dirty talk. The, yeah. It was just belittling. It, and yeah. so you really – you can't not root for yeah. him. Yeah. And um, but it's funny massive though, power play. Yeah, because he is – a piece of shit himself. Yeah. To to they all are. The only reason he tolerates that is because he wants to be close to power. You know all the stuff from his <sighs> wife. Do you, like mm, I th- yes yeah agreed and he, he does just, because he, he, the first thing that comes out of his mouth whenever there's a big thing happening is oh, what about I me? Sit? What about and me? I get that, but yeah. you you can't fault his actual oh, love God, for her. No. Yeah, like yeah. he he did not marry her, being like, I yeah. just want these millions and no. I don't care. Like he is obsessed. Genuinely with her. Yeah. loves her. Yeah, and she genuinely does not love him back. No, <laughs> it's it's so brutal. No. It's so brutal. No. So brutal. I think the other cool thing um, that um, becomes very prominent as obviously at the end of that season, um, is how well they have filmed yes. this. this oh because they focus so much, the storylines are so focused on the micro, yep. where it is the kids' stories of trying to get yep. to power and these ants trying to climb the wall. Yeah. And you sort of get slapped in the face at the end of the season where it's like, oh, there's a macro situation happening that these kids have fuck all to do with, have fuck yeah. all control, yeah. and there's actually adults playing a much larger game. But yeah. they, they do it so well that they focus yeah. the season on all the trials and tribulations yeah. of the kids, yeah. which actually does not fucking matter. It's insignificant, yeah. And it is, as you said, it's kind of brilliant in that, that as you go towards the season – towards the end of the season, we go away from uh, Logan's narrative and Logan's quite in the background. And as you said, what's front and centre is the kids, but 
towards the end of that, that's where Logan's scheming away and that climactic moment at the end where he says, you guys are playing fucking toy soldiers. Yeah. I was never going to let one of you be fucking boss of this. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you. You have no experience and you're all incompetent. I've given you all chances. Yeah. You're fucking hopeless. You're terrible. I'm just selling it. Like yeah. no one is worthy to sit on my throne. None of you. So it is It is brutal yeah. it show in that regard. Like it's it's textbook. This is not how to raise a family. This is, this is what you shouldn't do as a dad. Well, yeah, and I think it just like Connor, for an example, mm. is um, – Big Connor fan. Great. Connor he's fantastic. <laughs> he's fantastic. He He's brilliant. But he yeah. – epitomizes what these kids are yeah. and they are entitled yeah. they think that they can get somewhere with no experience yeah. Don't house, have to work education it. Yeah. it is i'm going to be president yeah why you have no what, what are you talking yeah. about I, i've got a lot of money and i'm going to pay yeah. people to and, help me get and we should there. just pay less tax what, what what are you going to do when you're president yeah we're just going to use small government just get rid of stop stop making all the rich people pay all this money it's like oh they just they nail that that um yeah like the rich the wealthy they yeah. nail those those people and those personalities so well on was the it show. i don't know if it was you that told me i think re might have said this um that they actually hired a rich consultant yeah so they they actually like um they never wear jackets yeah because they don't need to wear jackets because they're never in the cold. Yeah. They get out of a limo and straight into the building. <laughs> like literally like yeah. things like – and like yeah. they never say thank you to a waiter or no. whatever. Yeah. Like they actually had consultants yeah. on set being like, that's not what a rich person would do. Yeah. It, it's the detail in the show. And as you said, some of the locations, yeah, like they're on a super yacht. Yeah. They're in Italy. They're in France. Yeah. It's just like, oh, my God, this is a side of wealth. I'll never see. Imagine some of the fits there. Though. Mm. Like if, if I was an actor on that show, I'd be like, can I take all yeah. this clothing is tailored to me? Yeah. Give me that suit. Give me that. Those suits are nice. Yeah. They tailor. They definitely tailor. And they'd all be like sponsored through, you know, like Armani and they'd, you know, hey, show off our product. You don't have to pay for it. Yeah. Like, oh, they'd love it. Like yeah. it's like it's sort of at that entourage level yeah. where it's just people would be throwing it at this show yeah. now. Yeah, because you know? it, it's wildly popular. Not not so much, I think, here in Australia, but in America, it's huge. Um, they took for people playing at home who haven't watched it yet. It actually took two years to get season three out, yeah. which is a wild amount of time for a TV show because yep. of COVID. Yep, and they made the call not to film, hold off, and then yep. it was. It, it's amazing, and, it, and it's testament to the people that make it. Is season three first episode rolls on. The same day yeah. as the end of season two, and, and, looks and it doesn't—they don't miss. They don't yeah. miss. Yeah, um, and that it doesn't. You can't tell that it's impacted by COVID at all. No, it's no masks. Yep, there's all these crowded rooms and boardrooms and shit like that. Like they, yep. they dodge it very well. Yeah, I think um, from um, some of the pods and stuff that I've been listening to, I think it it was a purposeful move. Yep. One was to. Um, they didn't. They they didn't want that to be a focus. Yes, of the show. Yeah, and I th- and personally, from a viewer, yeah. I love that you're watching an up to date show. Yeah. where COVID doesn't exist. Yes, like it is a very comforting feeling yeah. watching something that is um, a current affairs. I guess yeah. in in 
in certain yeah. terms, um, made now, but you don't you don't see COVID. Yeah, it's and this beautiful world. It is fitting as well in that COVID doesn't. If you're as wealthy as they are, that's fact. <laughs> it doesn't actually yeah. affect you. And and I think that's yeah. what one of the producers said, or the producer yeah. said, was we don't want this in here because COVID yeah. didn't affect the wealthy. No. The rich got richer yeah. in COVID. Nothing, so nothing changed for them. It's all good as yeah. far as they're concerned. What, uh, do, where do you think season four potentially going? Um, well, it's interesting, right? Like, and I think, again, they finished it well because it just opens the doors for anything. Mm. Anything. Yeah. Like it, it's hard to. The deal could go also, through. The deal might hit the skids. Yeah. The kids it, might all, team up. The it, kids might try to get back in Logan's good books. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it's um, similar to how it ended when I don't think anyone really knew how. It, there was just so many pathways it could have ended. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. I think like you say, Logan took a bit of a backseat last season yeah. or the season just gone. So whether or not they focus more on his side of the fence yeah. and through his eyes yeah. would be interesting. Um, yeah. Because I think I J- uh, Jesse Armstrong, the showrunner, has said, this is not a show that's going to go for 10 seasons. Okay. That's not, it's limited wow. series. Like we're not going to be, um, yeah, um, this is not in perpetuity. This has an end and I have an end in mind that's for cool. the show. That's so cool. we're working that's cool. Towards that, sort that's of cool. Thing. So six yeah. seasons, I reckon. Yeah, six reckon seasons six. and out. Because yeah. I mean, Logan's got to like. Yeah, something's got to happen. <laughs> yeah, like we start the show off with him pissing in his office because he's this old deranged man and he doesn't yeah. take his UTI medication. He starts going all nut. Like, yeah. he's an old. Yeah, he's ruthless, but I he's li- old. I like the red herrings yes. they put in this show as well because they make a lot of. Um, a lot of different storylines that you think are going to be very impactful yeah. that end up going nowhere. Yeah. Like where like the FBI raided them. Yeah. It's like nothing really came from yeah. that. The shareholder meeting. Yeah. And it's, it's like, like, well, I just kept power. Sandy yeah. and Stewie. Mm, it's all right. And <laughs> they're they just kind of in the fold now. A few board seats. It's yeah. all good. And I think um, case in point, which is going to be really interesting to see if it's a red herring or what the fuck is going on, is Greg. <laughs> Like what Who fuck? is a king, by the way? I love Greg. <laughs> he is such a good actor. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just on point. What did you think but of his little bit of taste of power? And with status? the two women? He gets a girlfriend and then he's like, oh, I'll try it for this Contessa now. <laughs> yeah, I, it's just interesting to see where that goes. Yeah. And he's suing Greenpeace. Like, that's how morally corrupt you are. You're suing Greenpeace to get your inheritance back. He's fitting right in. Yeah, beautiful show. Beautiful show. Yeah. For those who haven't watched Succession, please make sure you get on that. We'll make that a, a once it's back on the air, a recurring uh, discussion point on the Duck and Malt. We're going to wrap the podcast up now oh, yeah. with our All-Star team selections. All-Star AM is in about a month. Yeah. Voting is open. So you can go out and vote right now. Yeah. Fans, I think we have 30% of the vote in the NBA. Do you want to start off with the East or the West? Uh, East. Okay, East. How are we going to do this? Two guards, two forwards. So we'll start with the starting five. Yep, a centre. Yes. And then the bench I've just left open. Yeah, I think we leave open. And I think what we do, because I didn't go for a full roster, Mm -hmm. partly. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, And I think we just build it together. And yep. build our happy team. How, how about give me your starting five then in the okay. east? 
Are you going to scribe this or am I going to scribe this? I've got this down in my notes app. Okay. Yep. Um, okay. Start with the guards. Oh, this could be a little bit. Um, oh, no, no, we're not controversial. We're right. We're right. <laughs> Actually, it is. I don't think this one is going to, I think there's a, a, a definitely one that should 100%. I've got a little here. bit of, well, okay. So can I ask a question before we start? Yep. What constitutes an all-star? Oh, I mean. Like, it, it sounds like a very yeah, obvious question, but that's a genuine question. Yeah. What, is it, you go, what, I, what constitutes it? All-star is like contributing to winning is how I'm terming it. Like, I'm picking an all-star game, like I'm picking a all-NBA team. Yep. Like I'd be voting on the MVP. Um, and with the last couple spots, if it's a tiebreaker, I'm just going to go with, I'm just going to reward someone who I like watching play, you know, flash substance over. So question. Yeah. Um, statistics yes. and not your only contribution to making no. your decision. Probably. So the statistics could be a little bit lower, but yes. that team is going really well. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So if you're sacrificing your statistics like it. for a better team, mm. I'm, I'm with you. So guards in the East, just rattle them off. Okay, yep. for the starting five? Yep. I'm, I'm actually in a little bit of to and fro here. <laughs> well, because there I, is I a lot of good guards in the yeah. East, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to put Harden in there. Yep. Um. Actually, no, fuck that. I'm not putting him. <laughs> I don't have him I'm as going, a starter. I'm, I know um, mine aren't going to be your starters. One yep. of them will be. I'm going to put Trey. Yeah, Trey definitely. Trey guard. Can um, I just give you Trey's statistics? Yeah. <laughs> right now. 28 yep. and a half points a game. Yep. Nine and a half assists. Yeah. Four rebounds. Mm. Shooting 90% from the line. Yeah. <laughs> which is for him, like, I mean, I know he's a good shooter. 38% from three, so yeah. that's up from 34% last year. Yeah. And he's shooting 50% from the field. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's – I'm sorry. If, if he's not an all-star in your book there, I don't know what to tell you. You you just hate Trey Young. You know, nearly 60% true shooting percentage. got one of the highest assist rates in the league. I understand the Hawks aren't very good, but fuck me, dead. He was left out of the all-star game last year. And that's a travesty. He, he, a tray. A travesty. A travesty. See what I did there? Yeah. So I'm, I'm 100% with you. I co-signed that one. Okay. Um, I know who you're going to pick as a second and I'm not going to go them. I don't think you do know who I'm going to pick as my second. Damar? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, I, so I did know. You did know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, fucking hell, 27 a game, 27, 5 and 5. Their first place in the East. Four and a half. Four, Four and, and a half, half assists, not so five. Don't yep, round you're right, mate. you're right. But, um, um, yeah, first place in the East. He's yeah. their best player. Look, what I'll say about him is I think it's even more impressive with the team he's on. Yeah. Like, Levine needs a lot of ball. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, they they do have a lot of scoring options. So, yeah, it, yeah. I, I don't argue with it, but no. I will say I, w- I want to put Lamelo. Yeah, well, I have Lamelo in my team. Yeah. Yeah. He's so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's, he, he's great in an all-star game. He, Throwing be, alleys, splashing threes. Yeah. I mean, that's a big part shoes. of it. Yeah, it's yeah. not just about the success. Yeah. But I do think, 
but he's he's holding up. So he's yeah. he's nineteen and a half points a game, seven point six assists, five point seven rebounds, almost two steals a game. Yeah, like at twenty. You or can't 21. Say, you can't say no to that. Yeah, and they're in the playoffs. Yeah. Charlotte's in the playoffs. He's their best player. Well, him or Bridges. But, um, yeah, I, I'm with you on, So on we, we agree with Trey. Yep. Um, I've gone DeMar. You're going Lamelo. We'll put DeMar in our starting. Yeah. And Lamelo def- on the bench. I have Lamelo in my team, yes, yeah, for yeah. sure. I think the forwards are quite easy. Yeah. We probably so don't need to spend heaps of time on them. We're going to go Giannis. Yeah. Which... I, I guess it's the... His it's, statistics are absurd, by the way. Yeah, so what do we got here? We've got um, 27.9 points a game, 11.5 rebounds, 5.9 <laughs> assists, 1.5 blocks, 1.1 steal. Uh, and, while, while shooting, sorry. No, you go. 54% from the field. <laughs> His free throws are back down to 60%, though. But you, it, it, I think it's just the curse of being in a lower market team yeah. because he, he just isn't advertised at the moment. No. You don't hear his name yeah. very much. We take his excellence for granted. Yes. And I think especially after some of the absurd statistics he yes. had in the finals last year when he just puts up a, a, a casual, sorry, 28 and and <laughs> 11, people just, yeah, take it for granted and whatever. Milwaukee yeah. are Milwaukee. So, yeah. yeah, it is what it is. But, yes, 100%. Giannis. Other Ford, Kevin. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mr. Durant. Mr. Durant. So they are they second? Second, third in the East? We need to have a look. Got got we, got Kyrie Irving back today. Did they um, just lose as well? No, they won. They did. They won. So they're second in the East, two games behind Chicago. Yeah, to me, those are very easy selections. Yeah, seven tw- twenty nine and a half points, seven seven rebounds, five point seven assists. Yep. Um is he going to slip at all with Kyrie back on the field? Um, I don't think so. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. I think Kevin, you know, Kevin was a statistically dominant player playing with Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. So yeah. um, maybe James Harden takes a bit of a step back. But again, Kyrie's not going to be there for – he's only there for half the games. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm with you there. Who's your centre? Joel. Yep. <laughs> yep. You'll get no pushback from me. Yeah, 26 and a half points, 11 rebounds. He's a, uh, he's a dominant force. Yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, one of the most entertaining players as well, which, again, it just shouldn't be the only thing when picking an all-star team, but it definitely comes into consideration. Yeah. Okay, Bench, do you want me to throw some names at you for our bench? So we've already got Lamello in there. Yes. Some locks on my bench. Jimmy Butler. Yes. Yep. Has missed a fair few games, but, you know, still, still, no. yeah, 24 a game, probably about five and five as well. James Harden. Yeah. Again, James Harden's nearly averaging a triple-double. 22.7 a game, 8.2 rebounds, 9.9 assists. Yeah. And he's doing this while fat. So. Facts. <laughs> respect. Those are both locks. Now, we got Lamelo on there. So there's four more spots. Yes. Correct? Correct. I've got eight. I'm writing these down as we go. Yep. Zach Levine. Talk to me. <clears throat> um, yeah. Yeah. Because I do think DeMar is better or, and has been better. 
this year than Zach. Let's, but it's not by much. Let's let's just put him there. I yeah. just want to see because I've got a couple of names here. We'll just yeah. see where we end up. The other one, I have Jeru Holiday. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I d- just think amid all the injuries and COVID absences that Milwaukee have had, talk me through the stats there. He's been by far. By far, their second best player. So we know what Giroud does on the defensive end of the floor. 18.5 points a game, 6.5 assists, 1.5 steals, 4.5 rebounds. Um, shooting, where are we? 37% from 350 from the field while giving you elite two-way play, you know? So, again, I could be talked out of that. Admittedly, I'm well, a big Giroud Holiday fan as well. Let's... Let's keep going. But my next two are going to be a bit more controversial. Jason Tatum. Yeah, I hate him. He's my son. I've got got to have my light-skinned son in there. What's his – talk me through the stats there. Yeah. I I, I have him on my honourable mention. Honourable mention. I think his stats probably are a little bit inflate how good he's been because he's, you know, 25 and a half a game, eight and a half rebounds, three and a half assists. But he hasn't been as efficient as he has been in previous years. So he's down to 33% from three this year, which is yucky. 42% from the field. Mm. It's gross. He's jacking Mm. a lot of shots. And Boston are also no good. Um, Jason or Jalen? Well, yeah. See, I had Jalen in my honourable mentions Mm. because I think Jason hasn't missed as much time. He's okay. played some more games, and his stats are just that hair better. Okay. Yeah. But, again, I well, actually, I'm lying. I can't be talked out of that one. This one I can be talked out of, though. Evan Mobley. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, listen, statistically speaking, he should not be in this game. 14.8 points a game, 8.2 rebounds, 2.5 assists. Playing... 33 minutes a game, 50% from the field, 30% from the three-point line. Nearly a steal, nearly two blocks, though. You know, Cleveland are in the playoffs. You know, fifth or sixth, let me look that up. They're six. They're outside of the plane. I think if they don't have an all-star, that's a bit outrageous. Would you say that he's their best player? Or Jared Allen? Um, I probably focus a lot more on Jared Allen because I've got him on fantasy. Yeah, Jared Allen, is and he's very a very good. dominant guy. It, he's probably gone off the radar because he had COVID over the past week or so. But yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with his name being mentioned here. Yeah, but are you telling me that you would pick? Um, I know I'm saying put, you need to put Cleveland has as, to have one okay player. Okay, it's also in Cleveland. Okay, so um. The Knicks. No, God, no. Why? They're terrible. They suck. And why they suck is because their best player has sucked. Julius Randle. I don't think he sucked. No, he hasn't. Like, he still has good stats, but uh, how much worse has he been this year than last year? So you would pick Mobley over Julius Randle? Yeah. Yeah. You need to get your feelings out of this. No, I... Like, we'll get to this in the West, but there's some... People I'm going to leave out in the West as well that are a lot more um, 
established, shall we say, than Julius Randall as as all stars. That yeah, but that's a different conversation. Yeah, it is. But I, I don't know. Do you think New York are deserving of? Well, no, not with yeah. the, his defense has been putrid. Yeah, but his his offensive statistics are still pretty yeah. good for being in a bit of a lull yeah. at the moment as well. Yeah, yeah. So statistically speaking, yes, you can um, make the case that he should be in there over them. I'm going. I'm going to. I'm going to yeah. put him on the maybe list for a moment. Yeah. Um, Bradley Bill, honorable mention. Not not in your bench. Yeah. Listen, I probably. Yeah, he's the one I feel worst about. If I'm being honest, so you don't want him on the bench? Nah. Well, this is what my bench is. Is or we say maybe put him in ahead of Drew? Uh, I wouldn't. I didn't even have Drew. Yeah. Thought about, let alone written down. Okay. Well, let's take Drew off then. We'll put. Because Brad Beal was the top of my honourable mentions, followed by Jalen Brown. Mm-hmm. Yep. Some other ones. Uh, so we Jared have three a- left. Yeah. Jared Allen. Oh, sorry. So my bench is Jimmy Butler. We've Bra- got we've got the bench so far is Lamelo, yep. Jimmy, James, Beal as a lock. Yep. And then I've just kept a couple of names. So it's Tatum not locked. Not yet. Mobley not locked. Not yet. Uh Jared Allen not locked. And Zach not locked. Zach not locked. Okay. Do we want to lock Zach? Kyle Lowry? Yeah. Don't mind that. Don't mind that. Demartis Sabonis? Oh, I like him. Yeah. Because they suck. They suck worse than New York. Yeah, they're bad. <laughs> I don't think he's been playing his best basketball either. But, no. um, you know. Statistically, he should probably be in there. Nice. He's a bit like Julius. Yeah. 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 Okay, we do. We're guard heavy, so if we're saying Beal, Butler, Harden, and Lamelo, Lamelo are locks. You want Sabonis on there? Let's put in Tatum, Sabonis, and Jared Allen. Shit. Even though I I ride for you, Evan Mobley. Just let that be known. Okay, so we've got it. Yep. So tough misses there. For us, Zach Levine. Yep. Jalen Brown. Yep. Freddie Van Vliet, Kyle Lowry. Moving on to the. Sorry, you missed yep. Julius Randle. And Julius Randle, sorry. Although, mm. fucking, I would not vote for you at all, Julius. West, give me your starters. I think that th- there's four here. That I think we're on the same wavelength with the third one that we'll be locked in on. But I'd be very interested to know who your fifth starter in the West is. So let, let give me the easiest one, the center. Joker. Yeah, the big diabetes. Yeah, 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 yeah. His stats are obscene, offensive. Let me read them out to you quickly. Please. 25.7 points a game, 14 rebounds a game, seven assists. One and a half steals, 0.8 blocks, shooting 77% from the free throw line, shooting 35% from three, shooting 56% from the field. That is filthy. That's, that's why you won MVP. Your starting guards. Steph. Mm-hmm. He's probably the MVP favourite right now. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> no pushback there. <laughs> no pushback. And this is where I think we will this be. This is going to be. We will, we will be. be aligned on this one because I, I would also vote for this guy. I don't know if we're going to be aligned here. 
I think we will. I'm putting Jar. Yeah, me too. Okay. Hey, Grizzlies are fourth in the Western Conference. Yeah. Yeah. Jar Morant has had a leap. Uh, currently 25 points a game, 6.7 assists, one and a half steals, 5.7 rebounds. He's shooting 40% from three. He is. Well, mm. There's a reason why I call him my son. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would say Jar Morant's the best acrobat in the yeah. NBA. His He's, ability to jump, contort, make yeah. layups at tough angles and, and glide through space. Mm. It is incredible. You made an interesting, myself and Whitey were going back and forth with text messages about him and Trey and yeah. who was a better player and better yeah. teammate and so forth. And I thought you made a, an interesting comparison, which scares me for my son, but Jar being like Derek Rose, mm. where he is, the best part of his game is his mobility yeah. and his athleticism. athleticism. Yeah. And... Um, that made me very nervous. And now I watch him oh. like he's made of glass. Because he I'm, is fearless. Yeah. And he, he, he said that after, I think yeah. it was the Lakers game or something, and he was just like, I don't care if you're 7-7. Seven, yeah. seven. I, I go am, Rudy Gobert. I, I will go at anyone. Yeah. I do not care. He does not care. And he he he's like he gets in the air, he initiates contact. And he's not a big guy. No. But he's going into like yeah. crash Bang. Yeah. So, yeah. His explosiveness is one of his biggest tools. Yes. Which is scary for an NBA player and longevity. Mm. But also him shooting 40% from three this year. That's going to also add a lot to his game. A lot to his game. So, yeah. And again, the Grizzlies are fourth in the West. If we need to reward, because I don't think there's another all-star on that team. Yeah. So, yeah. Facts. He needs to be a starter. Facts. There's obviously some very good guards on the bench. I yes. can think of about three of them yeah. who, who might be a bit aggrieved by this, but that's okay. We'll get to you in a minute. Yeah. Give me your forwards. LeBron. The King. The King is in absolute vintage form right that's now, can so I add? so delightful to watch. Yeah. People don't take for granted what watching we've... LeBron James. 100%. Enjoy every minute of it. You And if you're not into basketball... You're what? probably not listening yeah. by now because we're about 20 minutes deep <laughs> yeah. into the All-Star game. But, but watch LeBron. Just watch it. Mm. Watch watch a game live. Yeah. Watch the whole thing and just watch excellence. Yeah. Like it's like watching Donald Bradman. Yeah. Like you are – we're watching history. Yeah. Appreciate greatness. Yep. While it's in front of you. Now this is the tough yeah, it's one. It's controversial. <laughs> this is a real <laughs> hard one. Because I really don't think you're going to have the person I have in here. I don't think so either. Yeah. I don't well, think hit so me. either. Uh, I've got Booker. As a forward? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he isn't a forward in any... He's a, he's a forward. Yeah, he He's pl- a point he guard, plays... shooting guard, small forward. Yeah. He never guards the I small I don't know forward. what you want from him. He's labelled as a forward on the NBA. Oh, is he? So you well, can vote him in on that? he is. Yeah. I, I okay. actually don't know about the voting. Yeah. On fantasy, he's a small forward. Well, you're right. I mean, that do Phoenix have the best record or Warriors have the best record? No, I think Phoenix is still on top. Yeah, okay. You're right. I definitely have Devin Booker as a lock in my, uh, in team, my also in the team, overall sure. team. I also have Chris Paul as a lock. Uh, Golden State have taken over. They've, they're on yeah. the same record. They've just got they're both 29 and 8. They've just got with head, head-to-head game. record. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I, I, I'm not against that. I had Draymond Green. Yeah. 
Because, listen, personally, I don't like Draymond Green. I, I think like he's him. a sack. He's all right. But he is an incredible defender. Yeah. Incredible. You, see, you know, it's interesting that you brought this up because that is why I asked you at the start of this yeah. um, all-star picking is how you yeah. pick an all-star. Because yeah. when you look at his stats, no. he's not making a team. No. No. But the impact that he makes on the defense on teams. winning, yeah, and yeah. he's just back, and he he's know? back, yeah. and it's probably going to be the peak of his yeah. performance moving forward. Yeah, so maybe give him yeah. give him that chance. Yeah. But as a starter, as a big call. Well, the thing is, like they're the best because I tell you who should be a starter, and we'll get to him as we round out our team because he started the year as the favorite for MVP and decided to show up at two hundred and sixty pounds. Luka Doncic. Should have the been. fact that we're not even tossing your name up at all yeah. is damning. Yeah. This is Especially your spot, Luca. You're you're by far the second best forward in the Western Conference. Yeah. By far. And you are on my fantasy. So have yeah. some respect to your managers. Do something. Have a salad. Yes. Have some subway, my bro. Yeah. So let's lock would it would Draymond Green be in your reserves? Yeah, at least I'll, so we I'll can lock put both, him in. Yeah, put both men. I'm putting in Chris Paul. Hold on, I'll put in. Uh, who are we going to put in, Booker or Dre for starting five? Put in Booker. I don't mind. Booker is swaggy, like that. <sighs> I fucking love him. Yeah, yeah. I've also so on our bench we've got Draymond. Yeah, we've got Chris Paul. Yeah, I don't think we need to make the case for Chris Paul. No. I've got the two Utah. Players. Oh, Joe Ingles. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was tossing around Donovan Mitchell or um, Jar to start. You know, Donovan Mitchell's having 25.7 points per game, 5.1 assists, four rebounds. He's shooting, taking nine and a half threes a game, making 3.3, 35%. So, um, I like what he's doing. He's taking a leap. Gobert's the but probably him or Draymond's the best defensive player in the game. We've got to put him in. Yeah, you We've just got to put, him, put in. him in. He's not exciting. So that leaves us with three spots. Can I throw a random one out? Yep. DeJounte Murray. Oh, I had him in honourable mentions. Are we? I hear what 17. you're saying. 17.8 yeah. points a game, 8.4 rebounds, 8.8 assists, two steals. Yeah. He's eating. And, yeah. and it's it's... Almost um, uh, unheard of for a player to be eating like that in San Antonio. Yes, like so he's had. Keys I like think that. he's had more triple doubles than. There was some weird statistic where he's hit a lot more triple doubles than anyone from San Antonio mm. in a season. Or something. Mm. I could be making that up. No, I think um, that's true. San Antonio don't usually play like that. That's They've not had their game. Tim Duncan and Ginobili and Parker I mean, for 20 years. Shit. They, they yeah. need somebody to step up. 100%. So I had Paul George oh. in, but I'm happy to get rid of <sighs> Paul George. Yeah, I didn't feel good about that. <laughs> I didn't feel good about it, I'll You're be honest. You're trying to suck up Jimmy's ass or something. Well, it's more like Paul George just being a better player for longer. But it's also like, Paul George, you missed uh, so much time. Nah, too yeah. much time off. I'm yeah. making a call. Yeah. So I'm happy with DeJounte there. He was on top of my honourable mentions. My last two. Yeah. Carl Anthony Towns. No. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> Luca. Because as much as all that shit I just talked about Luca, he's still averaging 25 points a game, 
eight rebounds and nine assists. <laughs> so <laughs> I can't have someone averaging that and not put them on the all-star game. That's absurd. And the Mavs are the sixth seed in the West. You know what I'm saying? So if we're not going to put Towns on there, would you rather Paul Zingas? No. Would you rather Damian Lillard? Uh, no. No. He, he doesn't deserve it this no. year, I don't think. Shy Gilgis Alexander? No, I looked at him. Yeah. Well, then we're back to Paul George. Anthony Davis? I don't think Anthony Davis deserves to be on there. You know what I'm saying? This is the first time in many years I can remember the West being, you know, we're struggling to find the 12th spot here. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Because I do feel like Minnesota not being terrible might have earned, like, they're ninth, so I suppose they are still pretty terrible. Who do you put in there? Yeah, I don't know. What it like Towns is their best player and statistically he's their best player, but I don't know. I I like Anthony DeAndre? Edwards more than Aiden? Yeah, Aiden maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Would you rather like Aiden or Wiggins? No, not Wiggins actually. What did I just say? I'd rather Aiden. We're not putting Wiggins in now. Yeah. We, we don't want Like to I'm not putting De'Aaron Fox in there either. I was looking at Sacramento. It's hard yeah. to it's hard to pull a because that's what me thorn if, off that road. If we put a Sacramento player in, why are we not putting in a Minnesota player? Sort of. Shit. Yeah. That's a tough one. Yeah, I mean, you're probably unfortunately yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, Towns is one of the most efficient big men, like and versatile what's, offensive what's, players out there. What's Woods look stats look like Christian Wood. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I just don't want Cat on my team. Yeah, find, I, find I, me a big man. Yeah, I hear what you find saying. me a big man. I hear what you're saying. Well, maybe I maybe Anthony Davis for you then. Nah, we got to do Cat. Yeah, Anthony Davis is a piece of shit. All right, we'll put Cat in. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our All Star teams wrapped up um we might put up a little post on socials where you guys can tell us how wrong we all got it uh jimmy j mac if you do still listen to the podcast feel free to provide a bit of <laughs> feedback there as well um that that concludes our episode for today dub it's great to be back in here it's great to see you fit firing oh, and healthy as well mate i'm um i'm happy to be back to yeah. be honest with you yeah 100 percent. yeah 100 percent Rate, review, subscribe, provide feedback, and as always, keep ducking and keep. That's your line, mate. Come on. Yeah, now. I know, but I'm trying to find a song <laughs> to sign us off. To. <laughs> I did just bring the ending on you a little bit. Jeez, quickly, you though. got me. You got me. Well, mate, this is why you got to pay attention to the run show. All right, keep ducking, keep molting. <laughs>